Hi guys, it's Sister Spill and welcome back to Spillcast. Um, this marks the beginning of season two of Spillcast. I'm calling it season two only because it's a new year and I've seen that other podcasters kind of tend to do that when they start a new episode and it's in the beginning of the new year, they kind of just make it a different season. So this is season two of Spillcast. Welcome. I, I can't guarantee that it's going to be too much different than my old episodes, but it's kind of a fun thing to do. So season one is gone. Welcome to season two. But um, aside from all that, I'm very, very excited to be recording today. It has been a while. Two weeks is is a long time, but it also felt really short too. And I hope that you guys had good winter breaks. Um, mine was eventful. It was, I would say was good, but Also, everything just, especially the holidays, like, doesn't really feel right. And obviously, with coronavirus going on and everything else, it's going to feel a little different. But yeah, this year, I guess not this year, 2020 was pretty messed up. (laughs) So the holidays just felt off and seemed like they passed by really quickly, you know. But aside from that, it was a much needed break that I needed to take because at that point, I was... I don't know. I, I was very stressed. If you guys remember what my last episode was, I was not feeling it that day. And I don't even know if I want to listen to that again because I probably sounded so like low energy. And hopefully that did not like disrupt your guys' experience or anything with this podcast. But yeah, last podcast, I was just not feeling it. And I think that was a perfect time for me to take a break because after my break, I do feel nice and refreshed and ready to come back for season two. And I really did miss you guys. I, I, I don't know. I just, I I missed it even more because I took time off of it. And so now I'm realizing like how much fun this podcast is for me and I really missed it. So um, I'm going to stop rambling now. Sorry, guys. Um, Without further ado, I'm just going to get into talking about some bigger themes, not to have to do with tea or myself, but more just like about 2020. I just wanted to say a formal goodbye to 2020. I know I probably should have done this before the new year, but I don't know. I thought I thought I would include it in today's episode just to kind of, I don't know, say what a good and bad year 2020 was. Like, as far as, like, my channel, um, 2020, you know, brought me more subscribers and I started my podcast in 2020 and so there are definitely some really good things that happened for, like, me in 2020, but also, like, I saw losses in my channel during 2020 and obviously personal things and world things going on. So I don't know. I feel like I'm someone that can easily see the good side in things. Like I'm generally not a super negative person. I can be for sure, but like I do like to see the positive in a lot of things and there are positive things about 2020. So I am grateful that all of that happened. Like if I had a chance to take 2020 back, I wouldn't just because I like have grown as a person and I've changed beliefs about certain things. I have learned so much and I just really wouldn't take any of it back, even though it was a horrible year overall. Um, So yeah, that's kind of what I learned from 2020, and I just kind of thought I would add that little sentiment in there just just to kind of close it up, and I am very happy that I decided over quarantine that I wanted to make a podcast, because look now, we're we're like, what, 28 episodes in? I don't know how how many episodes, but it's been quite a few, and it's very exciting for me because... I always love the feedback that I get from my podcast. Like, you guys are the ones that are keeping me going and excited to record new episodes. Any of you guys that DM me and say, hey, like, I'm looking forward to your next podcast, or can you talk about this, or whatever, it just makes me really happy to know that there are people who are actually paying attention to me and are interested in what I have to say. It's it's so crazy to me still to this day. But aside from 2020, um, New Year's was also, like, 
three days ago and so I thought maybe I would talk about some of my new year's resolutions and I almost added to my Instagram story like a little question box where you guys could like tell me what your resolutions are and I just completely forgot so sorry that will not be added into the episode but I'll tell you some of mine. I had a pretty big variety of things that I put on my list but and some of it included like um grow my channel, um, I wanted to get a car because I, I do have some money, thankfully, because of my channel to buy my own car, which I have been excited for for so long, and I just, it's very hard car searching, guys, like, if you're my age or older and you've had to search for a car, like, a used car that's not, like, from a dealership and, like, has to meet your specific budgets, it's so, it's so difficult, that's long story short, so searching for a car is very frustrating that's what's going on with me but anyways so that was a new year's resolution for me to buy a car um I also had like read at least one book a month I'd like it to be two but I used to be such an avid reader and I've talked about this before but it's just so sad to me that I don't read as much anymore because instead I'm going on like TikTok or making a video or whatever or I just don't find time for it and so I really want to focus more on reading and also just because like it improves my reading skills my vocabulary like it's good for you to read and so I I really want to get more into that again like I used to be um another resolution I had was to just keep up with like my exercise and like eating healthier and stuff I've said this for a couple years now and I think that's a pretty collective theme along a lot of people I'm sure a lot of you guys have health goals as well because I feel like that's a pretty common thing that people tend to have but for me I I'm actually like as dumb as this sounds and like unbelievable as it sounds like I really do feel that like this year is my year that I'm finally gonna just start working hard and actually commit to being healthier and I'm like I'm a skinny person I'm skinny but also I've never been into exercise I've never really played sports other than soccer in elementary school and after that I literally like I have not played any sports since then so I've never been a super like active person so even if I am skinny and you know I did like have a pretty good metabolism for years and years like it kind of caught up to me and there are some a few pounds that I would like to lose even though I would be considered skinny like any of you guys any of you guys could probably look at me and be like oh you're skinny like you look fit but I feel like I don't know it's more of like a personal thing for me to feel like I'm being healthy because I do not get any exercise and especially with quarantine I did I did gain some weight like I gained weight because I was sitting in my house I wasn't even going on walks like so at least like when when corona wasn't a thing like I was walking to school every single day and that was about a 15 or 20 minute walk so you know I could get up to like 40 minutes of of walking or you know cardio exercise every day and suddenly that stopped because of corona and so I didn't get any other exercise and I tried to do some like workouts in my room you know like little 10 minute things but like yeah I committed to them but like overall doing 10 minute workouts that aren't super like high intensity and not really like working the right muscles and stuff like in the end it's not really going to do too much and so I kind of gave that up and I finally during the month of December like the beginning of December I started going to the gym with my mom which I don't know why I haven't been doing this this whole time because she coaches at a gym and so it's perfect because like I can just go with her and it's not like one of those things where I have to go to like one of those community gyms where there's a lot of people like I would feel so judged I'd be way too scared to go to one of those um sorry this is turning to me talking about my whole fitness journey hopefully this is not boring but anyways I started going to to the gym with her over the 
the month of December and I've actually like stuck with it and I feel like the most motivated I've ever felt about getting healthier and more fit and it's not even about like getting super skinny or whatever like obviously that'd be an added bonus but like for me it's just like growing my muscles or like just getting like I'm getting into like weightlifting and stuff like I'm just trying to learn other things and trying to be healthier so it's been a good journey so far and I also have done a workout every single day of this year so far even though this it's only January 4th I have not done one today we'll see how I feel but I kind of want to keep this treat going so anyways guys if you are struggling with any sort of fitness goal please take it from me I am like the most I'm not like the most lazy but I can be really lazy and I guess my point is is that like this time around it feels way different I feel good about it and I'm finally to just give it my all because in the past I've I've said that I would do it and I just never did so feels great that was one of my biggest like resolutions that I wanted to get done and I feel good about this year um as far as that goes and aside from that um I said I wanted to do well in school like score well on my AP exams and then also I'm taking the SAT in just a few months which is super super scary um because that is like a pretty big determining factor when it comes to like getting into colleges at least the ones that I want and if you guys are like international listeners because I do know not all of my listeners are from America um and you don't know what the SAT is it's basically just like a test that you have to do well on for certain colleges to want you um but it really does depend on the colleges just the ones that I'm looking at require pretty high ACTs or not ACT sorry SAT scores and that is just something that I'm very scared for I I can take it multiple times but like I don't want to really have to so if I can do do like really well the first time that'd be amazing but we'll see I have some other resolutions like making more friends if I end up going back to school this year other things like that but I feel like I got some of the most important ones and also I don't remember the rest of them right now so now that I'm done talking about 2020 and the new year and the holidays and stuff I just wanted to look into the future and I wanted to give some of you guys advice because I know there have been a few of you guys just waiting <laughs> over the break so I guess I'll just get right into that so the first things that I'm going to read are DMs um, just because I don't want to get to the, the voice messages yet. So this first person um, said that they have a younger sister who can be really rude. She tells me things about my height, which she knows I can't do anything about. She also does things that I specifically tell her not to do. I try to have a good relationship with her like my mom tells me to, but it's really hard. I know you have a brother and I don't know if you've experienced something like this, but can you give me advice on how to have a good relationship with my younger sister? She's only a few years younger than me. I love your podcast. Thank you. And honestly, yes, I, I do have a brother, but I don't think that I've ever really been through the exact or like a similar situation to you only because me and my brother like yeah we've been mean to each other over the years like really mean <laughs> at some points we've fought with each other you know normal sibling things and I just think that like especially if she's a younger sibling younger siblings tend to be the ones that are looking for attention they think what they're saying is funny you know they're obviously more immature so you know she's gonna say stuff that you're not gonna like and the hardest thing is like not letting it get to you because I know as a sensitive person like I would have to deal with hearing things from my little brother like you know he's three years younger than me so it made a pretty big difference especially when you know I was like six because that means he was like three you know so pretty big like difference in our brains at that time how we were developing and you know he would say mean things to me like 
you look ugly or you know just dumb things dumb things that siblings say to each other but I understand that like when you're on the receiving end of stuff like that it can hurt even if it is coming from your sibling and even though it might seem super harmless if you're someone that like takes things to heart seriously or gets like sensitive that can definitely be really difficult but also like I I understand that it's not easy to just get her to stop you know my best guess is that she's not going to mature for a while and she's going to continue to be rude to you she's going to point out things like your height and she's going to make it hard for you to have a relationship with her but if all goes well I'm guessing that in a few years or maybe even you know shorter time period than that like she'll mature she'll realize that like what she's saying is frustrating and it's getting in the way of your guys's relationship and I feel like she'll come around but for now honestly my best advice to you is just deal with it the best you can even though it's very very frustrating I know try your best to be patient with her even if she's rude to you like if your mom wants you guys to have a good relationship just try even if she's rude then it'll be like kind of a sign for your little sister to be like oh well she she's been so nice to me this whole time like why am I not returning the same to her you know so I don't know if that was crappy advice but I hope that that helps at least a little bit okay aside from that I did get a dm about someone today asking me for advice on like being productive and stuff and like just tips in general to keep up with things and just be productive and I have talked about this I don't remember which episode I talked about it in but I just I do remember talking about this at least briefly um and one of the things that I said is like if you're doing your homework or something set a timer for like 30 minutes and do your homework for only those 30 minutes don't do anything else don't check your phone and then after the 30 minutes is up set another timer then you can do whatever you want in that 30 minutes. You can watch TikToks, you can play a game, whatever. Do that for 30 minutes and then set another timer and then go back to your homework for that next 30 minutes. So I feel like that's a really good system and it might work for some people, might not work for other people, but I thought I would just kind of throw that out there in case that's something that you want to try. Um, this person also DM'd me and said that they just got like a bullet journal to write down stuff in, which I think is great. I think that journaling in any sort of way, whether it be like, writing down what you're grateful for, writing down a schedule, you know, your plans, resolutions, whatever it may be. I feel like journaling and like actually physically writing things down can always be something beneficial for everyone. Um, but again, it, it does depend on like the person. I know some people don't work well with certain things and other people do. So I don't know if I can give everyone a tip that's going to magically help them. But overall, from my experience, the best way to be productive is like like during the summer like a couple months ago or even like during the height of quarantine you know back in maybe like March April May I would actually just go into my notes app before like right in the morning when I woke up or something and I would write down everything that I wanted to get done that day and for some reason I feel like I've always had more productive days when I actually wrote down what I wanted to do even if I didn't finish all of it I still wrote it down because then at like later on in the day I would look at the list and be like oh I actually got a decent amount of this stuff done and then I would see like all of these items getting crossed off the list and I'd see oh I only have five things left I might as well do them so like kind of seeing physically all of the things that you want to get done written down can actually really help at least it does for me um, because then you feel kind of obligated to get it done or cross it off the list because you've already written it down and you've already planned it for your day so I feel like maybe that's something that could help you if you don't do that already 
Um, other tips would probably just be try and limit your use on your phone because I know that like I don't get a lot of things done when I have my phone around me because I'm constantly just like it's fine I can do it later I'll just watch TikTok for now and then that five minutes of TikTok ends up being an hour of TikTok and I'm like where did my time go and it's kind of scary like how fast you can get sucked into your phone and I hate that it still happens to me all the time it happens to me like every day pretty much but at least I'm aware of like what it's doing to me how much time it's taking up and I do have like time limits set on my phone um, if you have an iPhone you can do that because it prevents me from at least going on it as much because then I like you know if I get a warning that my time is up even if I know like my screen time passcode and I can just bypass it and go back on the app like at least I'm aware of how much time I'm spending on it so that that's something in the back of my mind that I'm thinking of. If you want like more specific tips, I can give you some, but those are probably my main ones just because I know that like social media and technology can be really, really distracting. So even just finding any sort of way to limit that, like if you need to get something really important done, like an assignment, try your best to just like put your phone in a different room or like fully like power it off. Um, because then, like, even if you reach for it, like, you'll see that your phone is off and you're gonna, like, be reminded why you shouldn't go on it, or if it's in a different room, then you're, like, you realize, like, why you put it there in the first place. So, those are probably all of my tips, and now I'm gonna get on to the voice messages. Okay, so I just listened to this voice message, and as much as I want to include it in the podcast episode, it's actually, the audio, I feel like it got a little bit, like, messed up when it got sent in, and so it's pretty quiet and muffled and kind of hard to hear what this girl is saying, so I can put in, like, little clips of the part where you can kind of hear what she's saying, but the other parts um i'm just going to kind of summarize what she said basically she said that she's been losing a lot of confidence in her body um and you know she sees people like sienna may on tiktok spreading like body positivity and stuff and i'm pretty sure she like sees that as a good thing and stuff but her mom is apparently like she her mom kind of makes comments like oh you need to lose weight and stuff which makes her lose confidence and so instead of wearing like t-shirts and leggings she's not wearing that stuff because she's not confident in her body anymore and it's making her upset and she feels like she can't talk to her mom about that so um she wants my advice and that's basically what she said but I will include a clip where you can hear what she's saying I don't know what to do and also I can't talk to her well I can but I don't want to because I don't know I just don't trust my mom like to talk about anything in my life can you give me some advice please so I want to start off by saying that I'm sorry that you feel this way because body positivity is something that can be really, really hard to achieve, especially when it's your own person. Like, as easy it is for, you know, you to go on TikTok and see someone that might be struggling with confidence and, you know, you comment something and say, hey, you look beautiful, you look great, like, don't be worried about your body. Like, that's easy. It's easy to compliment others, but it's really hard to accept yourself, and that's something that I have personally struggled with multiple times. So yeah, it, it's really hard and I, I, I'm I, sad that like you can't, you feel like you can't come to your mom about it, but at the same time I get it because if she's the one that's kind of making you insecure in the first place, like if I were you, I wouldn't want to tell her either. But at the same time, maybe your mom has good intentions and maybe she does want you to be healthy, but she doesn't realize that like what she's saying is hurting you. Or maybe she does. I don't know. I don't know your mom. I don't know what kind of person she is. But it is possible that maybe she's saying these things and she doesn't realize how much it's hurting you. So I feel like even if it's scary for you to talk about this with her, 
it could be really, really helpful because if she knows what you're going through and how you're feeling, maybe she'll realize that like what she's saying is making you feel worse about your body. And so I think that communication with her is going to be really, really important. But I understand not wanting to talk to her because I've been the same way. I don't open up to people that easily. And so if you are not comfortable with talking to her about this, I think that my best advice would just be keep it up. Literally, if you're going to go on like social media and stuff, make sure that you follow people that have like your same body type or follow people that, you know, are very, very positive on social media, like Sienna May, like you mentioned, and just anyone that makes you feel good and happy about yourself. Please don't follow like Instagram models, people that are extremely skinny. Not that they're all not pretty, but just because if you don't look like that, you're always going to compare yourself. So start following people and influencers that look like you, that give you good vibes and positivity and I feel like that really makes a difference. I mean, I've personally done that. I follow Sienna. I also follow other people that look like they have my body type or, you know, like fitness accounts and people spreading positivity and it's actually really helped to see that stuff on my feed because, you know, sometimes I'll see someone on my For You page on TikTok that looks super skinny. I'll start comparing myself to her. I'll, you know, wonder why my body doesn't like look like that and then I'll scroll down and I'll see one of those pages that I followed and it makes things feel better because I'm like, oh, right. Like, it reminds me that it's not realistic to look like everyone else. Like, you are your own person. So, I hope that that helps, but I would really, like, my biggest piece of, of advice would to be would be to talk to your mom, as scary as that can be. So, good luck with everything. So, I'm bisexual and I want to tell my parents and I know they'll support me. I'm just not really sure how to tell them and I'm scared of other people judging me too, saying it's just a phase and that I'll get over it and I'm too young to decide what sexuality I am. If you have any advice, can you please help me? Thank you. So I'm I'm glad that you're asking me for advice for this, but also I, I'm not, like I've never had to go through anything like that. Like I'm personally, like I identify as like a straight woman and so I have never had to worry about like, oh, what are people going to think of me if I come out, whatever, because I, you know, I don't have to come out. And so for you, that's a very different situation because, you know, it can be scary wondering like, what people around you are going to think and if you're not ready for that don't tell anyone like you don't you really don't have to and if you think that like your parents are going to be supportive I say it wouldn't be a bad idea to just come out to your parents but not tell anyone else like if your parents truly respect you they're not going to say anything to anyone right so it could just be between you guys you and your parents and then you don't have to worry about what other people think until you're ready to come out to other people like your close friends, your other family members, people at school, whoever it may be. So I think that like maybe just starting out with your parents would be a really good thing because if you feel like they're truly going to support you, maybe that'll be, you know, one relief um, to just have them know. And then when you're ready for other people to know, you can tell them. But I feel like if that seems like too much to you right now, don't, don't force it. Just do it when you truly feel like it's the best timing and you're ready and you're going to accept whatever outcome comes out of it. And honestly, when you do, maybe some people might not support you or distance themselves from you. That'll just show you like who who is truly there for you in your life and like who your true friends are, like who people who truly care about you are. Like if they're not going to support you for something like that, that shouldn't matter then they shouldn't be in your life. So I see that as like almost a good thing because it's like you're realizing who is truly there for you. So 
it can really be a really good thing, but I also say please don't rush it because I don't want you to feel like you're not ready and then feel like you have to. Hi, Sister Spill. Um, I love your podcast and I need help on what a healthy relationship is. I am from England, so school systems are different. Primary is uh, years reception to year six, and then it's year seven to year 11 is high school. And I'm currently in year 10, and I have been through a really toxic relationship. I need some help on what a healthy relationship is, as I, like, don't want to be manipulated again. Well, first of all, I just wanted to say, did you say you're from England? Because I literally barely detected any trace of an accent. So I'm just wondering, like, did you move from America or something? Because, like, you almost sound American, which is really interesting. But maybe your accent just, like, wasn't very prominent in that voice recording. I just thought that was interesting. But anyways, on to the advice. Um, First of all, thank you for the support. And um, it really depends. And I, I feel like I can't give you the best advice for this just because I don't want to give you anything wrong because every relationship is different and I feel like the base rules for a healthy relationship is just like having someone that truly cares about you first of all and then also having someone that's loyal to you someone that is gonna stay by your side no matter what someone who's not gonna leave you um and aside from being loyal I'd say another big one is just someone that truly makes you a priority in their life and you know make sure that like they're communicating with you I think communication is like another really big thing that is part of a healthy relationship like you can't be at a healthy level unless you guys both know what's going on and stuff and if you're worried about like being manipulated and stuff that's something that's really hard because you know when you're being manipulated you don't really know you're being manipulated like that's the whole point like someone is playing games with you and you think that they actually care when they don't and you don't find that out till later like that's usually what the case is with with manipulation getting to know people really well before you kind of commit to a relationship or a friendship whatever it is is really important because a lot of times like I'll meet people and I'll think that they're super cool the first time I meet them but then I'll hang out with them a couple more times and I'm like oh like they're not as great of a person as I thought they were and then I decide like okay maybe this person really isn't meant for me or they're not meant to be my life whatever and so I think that like having a really good judgment of character is important too because then you're gonna you're gonna be able to prevent manipulation in unhealthy relationships before they even happen because you're gonna know what kind of qualities to look for in a person and if you see any sort of red flags drop the person because it's not worth it. I'm telling you, I'm someone who sees red flags in people all the time and I ignore it and I always end up getting hurt. Always. So it's important that like when you see those red flags, those warnings, run. <laughs> just just cut them out of your life or slowly drift away from them however you can do it. I just feel like there is always going to be someone out there who is actually good for you. But honestly, like that's all the advice I have. I could just say like Make sure you know what you're getting yourself into before you get into stuff like that because being manipulated is something that's really hard. Like, it might be a really, really long term thing and you don't know it till it's too late. And so, I think being very, very cautious about who you open up to can also be a good thing. But at the same time, don't close yourself off to people because of people who have been rude to you or hurt you in the past. Like, don't do that because you always want to leave your heart open for opportunities. But I'm just saying be a little bit more cautious and make sure that you're not ignoring any sort of warnings or bad things that you notice about them. I'm a part of this friend group 
which is a group of four, including me. I have another best friend, and we were so close until we started hanging out with this um, specific friend group. Me and the people in that friend group would just, you know, wear um, black and white to school. We would do, like, tons of things together. So if, like, the theme was wear white, we'd wear black or something like that. I don't know how to tell her, my other, my best friend, that I don't want to be friends with her anymore because she's a bit boring and i know i sound so rude when i say that and i don't mean to but i just don't know how to tell her so if you could just like give me some tips yeah i love you bye i also have these really spiritual parents and i ordered a harry potter book and i'm not allowed to read harry potter i finished the book and i'm honestly obsessed with it and i've been hiding the book from my parents and i just i want to tell them without telling them i like i'm only reading it at night she doesn't know anything about it and yeah i'm not sure if i should tell them or not okay so i'm gonna start off with the friend thing that you described so your situation is interesting because like you're wanting to stop being friends with her not because she's toxic you know not because you guys got into a fight as far as i know um but because you're just not like vibing with her anymore is what it seems like and i want you to think it through even more just to make sure that this is something that you truly want because I've kind of been on the receiving end of that like on the other side of the person who is getting you know broken up with in a friendship and it it sucks I had this girl freshman year of high school who she was my very first friend in high school you know brand new school didn't know anyone and I was so grateful because she you know came and sat next to me at lunch one day and she introduced herself and we started sitting together at lunch and we became friends I wouldn't say best best friends but you know close enough to like hang out a few times and that lasted for you know two three months four months maybe I don't know a, a decent amount of time and then one day she just decided to text me like she started getting like really really distant and stuff like not inviting me to to lunch anymore all sorts of stuff and then one day I had to text her she didn't even text me actually and I said hey like what's going on because something is clearly off and she basically said yeah like I'm sorry but I don't really want to be friends with you anymore and she basically listed the reason as like we we always talked about the same thing like I was I couldn't fit in with her group like I was too quiet whatever and I'm like well of course I was quiet like I literally have like social anxiety and I'm coming to a new school with literally no one that I know like I'm sorry if I just stick by you and I'm scared to talk to other people like I really can't help it and I wanted so badly to make more friends I wanted to be friends with her friends but not once did she get her friend group and introduce me to them she never did so it's very frustrating because it's like I'm not saying that this is your situation at all I'm just kind of relating it because I have been that friend that's been like on the other end of that and I just want you to make sure that like this is something that you think is really going to be good for you because for her I feel like she didn't really think it through because it's funny I ended up being friends with like best friends with one of her friends in in her current friend group at the time and and so it was complete like stupidity that she thought I wouldn't like fit in with her friends because I literally became best friends with one of them like I don't know it just doesn't make any sense it really really does suck and I think that I'm just coming from experience of like a really really bad situation that really hurt me and so all I'm asking is for you to just make sure that like however you do it you're not going to do it in the way that that girl did it to me because that was really frustrating like she didn't even tell me I had to ask her what was going on and so it's fine with not wanting to be friends with anyone 
with or with someone like don't force yourself to be friends with someone that you don't want to be friends with I've stopped being friends with certain people too but I've done it in like a much more casual way and so I feel like if you're gonna tell her like hey I don't want to be friends with you anymore that can really hurt and at the end of the day go ahead do what's best for you but just be really 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 careful um, and make sure that you're being nice because it can really hurt someone and especially like that girl was my only friend at the time at that school and the second she dropped me I literally had no one like it was probably one of the worst years of my life like it was bad um and so yeah all I'm saying is just be careful I I know that like you sound like you don't have any bad intentions I'm just I'm relating a story that I thought you guys would be interesting interested in and yeah if if you don't want to be friends with her if you're not vibing with her if you feel like she doesn't match up with your personality that's totally fine I had a friend in like 10th grade um near the end of the year that I made because I still didn't have like any friends or not 10th grade sorry 9th grade I made friends with her because you know she invited me to lunch and I just sat with her because I didn't really have anyone else to sit with she was really nice I still talked to her from time to time but she was a little bit like too bland for me I guess you could say like she didn't mix with my personality I was more interested in like more exciting things and she just kind of led you know a less exciting life to me and so I wasn't super interested in being friends with her but I was still civil with her and eventually we just kind of like drifted apart I feel like that's a better way to do things but if you want to be straight up and honest tell her I feel like being straight up and honest can be good too it just depends on how you do it so I'm sorry for this super long segment I just thought I would like let you know that you have to be careful what you say but really like don't force yourself to be friends with her I I get it as far as the Harry Potter book I think that this is probably the most interesting piece of information I've gotten from one of you guys when it comes to advice because I was the complete opposite like I read Harry Potter in second grade I read the whole series really really quickly I was obsessed with it like in love with it and it makes me so happy that like you're reading it because it's like my favorite book series of all time so good but it's crazy because like my mom was the one who gave me that series like I was introduced to it by my parents and other people around me so it's weird to think that like parents wouldn't want you reading that Um, but I guess people just lead really different lives and have different beliefs and so it's crazy that like their spirituality kind of gets in the way of letting you read a book like Harry Potter because to me I see absolutely nothing wrong with it but you know to them they have very strong beliefs and so it's hard because it's like when those are your parents what are you supposed to do but I'm glad that you're reading the series it's really good and my advice to you is to not tell them and I'm only saying that because you never know which way it's gonna go like they can tell you it's okay but they could also be like no you're not allowed to read that give it to me and then you might be banned from ever reading it and you might not get the chance to read it so I say at least finish the series or get like almost done with it and then if you feel like you like it's something that they need to know then you can tell them and be like well oops I already finished the series so too late um because I feel like I don't know Harry Potter is just too good like I don't think you want to risk not being able to to read it if they find out so I feel like just keep reading and don't tell them but it it is up to you at the end of the day all right guys so that is all the advice that I'm giving today kind of a longer segment um But now I want to talk about some tea, first being that apparently Zoe Laverne is saying that she might be pregnant. Um, huh? (laughs) Personally, I feel like Zoe is someone who tends to be a drama queen, and I'm not trying to, like, be malicious when I say that, but, like, she does like attention, I can tell. Like, she specifically posts things on the internet for people to, you know, give her a reaction. 
So, I don't know, I feel like this is one of her latest stunts. She likes the attention, she likes to act crazy on live streams, she likes to have drama. Um, even if she says she doesn't, I, I, I just know that, like, she feeds into that kind of stuff. And so, her saying that she might be pregnant, she knows she's gonna get a reaction out of people from that. And she did. Um, I mean, like, she's got me talking about on my podcast right now, so... I don't know. I just feel like that was something worth mentioning just because it's very interesting the way that she goes about things on social media. Like, I don't know. She makes it seem like she doesn't want her life on social media sometimes, but then she announces everything and I don't know. It's it's very, very weird. She is such a unique person. <laughs> um, but to me, I'm like, okay, well, obviously you're doing this for attention because who who thinks that they're pregnant like doesn't even take a test she said that she had some symptoms okay like it's been like a few days since she's been suspecting this like who does that and then just announces it on social media i don't know if i were her like i'd want to keep that private or at least not announce it until i knew anything for sure like what is the point of getting people all hyped and riled up and shocked if you don't even like know that it's true like at least know that it's true and then announce it but I don't know I just don't see the point of her being like hey like I might be pregnant because you know like she just knows that it's gonna get her attention so that's my personal opinion and I'm not trying to be rude in any way I just feel like that was kind of her intent with this like I don't see why else she would have posted that and I guarantee you in a couple days she's gonna be like oh false alarm I'm not pregnant go along but I feel like she's gonna try and drag this to make it seem like something interesting to get the spotlight on her and maybe away from her and everything that she did with Connor and all the recent drama with her like I don't know maybe it is some sort of distraction so I thought that that was very interesting um also influencers in the Bahamas like Charlie, Dixie, James, Noah, uh, Avani, Anthony, there are others, um, but anyways, yeah, a bunch of influencers in the, are in the Bahamas right now. My most recent video is about that, so you guys can watch that if you want more, but it's, it's again, like, it's just so frustrating because they all live in LA, and LA is on lockdown right now. Like, they're not supposed to leave unless they're getting groceries or they have, like, work um, or, you know, permitted, allowed things that they can do, but they're only specific things that they're supposed to do. I'm pretty sure traveling is not one of them, so it's very annoying to see, like, super, super high cases and people dying every day, and then seeing people like Charlie and Dixie, who have preached staying at home throughout the pandemic, taking a trip during the pandemic. Like, I don't know, I just feel like all of these influencers are so hypocritical, and it it really hurts me to see, like, Avani there, too, because I feel like she was one of the best out of all of them, like, super unproblematic, all this stuff, and, and I understand, like, there is a way to travel safely if you wear your mask the entire time, if you're in the airport and you are following necessary safety precau precautions, um, you know, airplanes are known for being, like, super safe as far as COVID goes because of, like, the tight air circulation they have and stuff, like, there are ways to travel and be safe. But the biggest thing is, like, what kind of example are they setting for their audience? And also, why are they doing this when it's lockdown in LA? Like, did they just think, oh, it's lockdown. I might as well get out of LA since I can't do anything there. I'll just go to the Bahamas. Like, I don't know. It's just, 
insensitive to me and I feel like they can do better and it's really frustrating and I'm not saying that like you shouldn't travel at all but at the height of coronavirus when things are slowly starting to get better with the vaccine like couldn't you just wait like I don't know it's very frustrating and I won't talk too much about this because I know I've ranted about this before so I don't want to bore anyone but I thought that that was very worth mentioning but in other news let's see if you guys know Vinny Hacker some people think that he's joining the Hype House I personally hope he does not join the Hype House because I don't even know what's going on with the Hype House anymore like I feel like there are no like super I don't know there just aren't very many like memorable people in the Hype House anymore it seems like it's kind of lost its hype like I I think it's just the house now not the Hype House because I, I don't ever hear anything about it anymore. I don't know what's going on with it. I don't even know who the members are at this point. Like, everyone famous already kind of left. Um, but yeah, he was in the, the Sway gaming house before. And then recently, he announced that he would be moving out. And then he's been hanging out with Thomas. As you guys know, that's the, the creator of the Hype House. And so people are kind of suggesting that he is in the Hype House. I personally hope he's not, just because I feel like he can do better things with his career and I also feel like where he was before like really suited him like I'm I'm very confused as to why he left but yeah that's more of like smaller influencer news I know that some of you guys won't even know who Vinny is but for those of you who do I just wanted to add that in the final tea topic I wanted to talk about was Nessa Nessa Barrett and I know that she's gotten her fair share of hate over you know the past year and just in general because of a lot of things that she's done but I truly think that she's one of the most like transformed people on social media um because she's been in scandals for sure the way that she acts now and like the way that she presents herself is so much better than how it was back in the beginning of 2020 um and it's just crazy because i've seen her mature and grow so much um, even like with the pandemic, she, she went live, I think it was, um, or maybe she posted it on her story, but basically she did like a little rant about people traveling right now, which was actually kind of calling out everyone, you know, all those influencers in the Bahamas right now, which is interesting. Cause like, I'm pretty sure she's friends with all of them, but I really appreciate that, that she like has the guts to do that and call people out, even if she's close with them because she knows it's wrong and she sees it as a frustrating thing. And, you know, she, has been advocating for staying home she has been staying home herself like she's just become such a responsible and more mature person compared to what she used to be and so I thought that that was like worth mentioning how how different she is in the best way possible and so I hope that people you know stop giving her hate because she doesn't deserve it at this point and I feel like if you're gonna forgive someone for past mistakes you have to look at how much they've grown and in her case I feel like she's grown so much and she deserves forgiveness for everything that she's done so with that that was kind of like a happy note to end on um I'm going to end this podcast but if you guys want to dm me a voice message or if you want to send me one through anchor you can just click the link in the description of my podcast episode to send me a link to send me a link not a link um a voice message or you can just DM me on Instagram at sisterspillyt and just send me one of those voice messages. Either way, if you want me to like change your voice to not make it sound like you, you can also do that. Um, and I can give you advice for whatever you guys send in. Don't forget, I'm still taking advice DMs. If you want to send me a DM, you don't have to send me a voice message. But I do prefer, 
prefer the voice messages just because I feel like they're a little bit more like personal. Um, but if you want to send me a DM, that's totally fine too. It's just, I might not include yours depending on what it is. Like if it's something that I've already kind of touched on, then I won't include it. And I'll just give you advice by like typing, not in my podcast. So please send stuff in. I've missed you guys. I want to hear all of your issues, whatever problems I can help you with. And um, if you listen to this podcast all the way through, tell me your favorite thing that you got for Christmas or tell me one of your New Year's resolutions, either one of those things. Um, And I will talk to you guys next week.